Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. It's that Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but I said Mr. Worldwide, and you already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Babo, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on negative to positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how our life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details. Hey guys, Ryan Satin here from Wrestling Sheet Radio. Let's make some mayhem. Shoot and loot your way through a mayhem-fueled adventure in Borderlands 3. Blast through new worlds and enemies as one of four new playable vault hunters, each with deep skill trees, abilities, and customization. Play solo or with your friends to take on insane enemies. Score loads of loot and save the galaxy from a fanatical threat. In between watching professional wrestling. Mayhem is available now on PC, Xbox One, and PS4. Go out and get it. Rated M for Mature. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. Why do millions of Americans choose to sleep on Bolin Branch sheets? Is it the 100% organic cotton? Is it that they get softer and softer over time? Customers can't stop raving about these sheets, and there's no better time to try them for yourself or give them to someone you love. Right now, Bolin Branch is offering their best deals of the year, and you can get their incredibly soft sheets at incredibly low prices. 
Just go to bowlandbranch.com to shop their best deals today. That's B-O-L-L and branch.com today. See site for details. Welcome, everybody, to a brand new episode of SmackDown Live Recap here on Pro Wrestling Sheet. I'm your host, John Roca, and I'm joined, as always, by uh, the editor-in-chief of Pro Wrestling Sheet over there, Ryan Sad. He's got a nice new polo, and he's trying to, I guess, be better than us. He's trying to, like, you know, promote himself. You've got a collar on, too. Well, you know what, Ryan? I'm of the people. So you can go ahead and wear your nice, fancy Banana Republic polo shirt. also wearing a collared shirt and jeans combo. Yeah, well, Uh, well, this is more of a people thing. Yeah, go ahead. ahead. uh, Yeah, I... I'm doing an interview with Cody and Brandy Rhodes today. So for those of you watching on YouTube, I do look a little nicer because I will be sitting next to people who are in Cody's going to be like in a three piece suit, probably. And yeah. Brandy's going to be all fancy. So I figured I should at least have a collar on my shirt to, to step it up. A little bit. I love it if they came in wearing jor- wearing jorts and like ripped shirts. That would be if that happens. I'm running my car. I brought a backup T-shirt just in case. <laughs> but I already saw Brandy post a picture of them oh. uh, of, of herself all glammed up, and there it is. They were already on KTLA this morning in, oh, nice. in a suit and stuff. So yeah, they're making the, they're making the media rounds uh, today. So we're because the show debuts next week. Next week, so they're all doing uh, the promotion now for it. Dude, next week's gonna be crazy, man. Ooh, dude. Next week's gonna be the start of so much. Like they're already announcing more matches, and you're gonna be super busy, man. <sighs> I can't wait. You're going to be crazy busy. Yeah, I am. I'm also going to be in Orlando, so it's probably a terrible time to... to, I mean, I'm pumped, but I need to get on top of my stuff here as well. There's going to be a lot of stuff happening. i got to sleep this weekend. Yeah, get ready. I got to... Oh, and Hell in a Cell is next weekend. Hell in a Cell is next weekend as well, yeah. And you know what? Stay in Orlando, October 18th, the Schmodown. I'm fighting with uh, with, uh, Dan Marl against Mike Kalinowski and Chance Ellison for the tag team title. So if you haven't got your tickets, go and do that as well. All right, anyway. Plug, well done. Yeah, thank you. Uh, We got ourselves a little smack... Our last SmackDown Live recap on this particular day uh, to talk about here as SmackDown moves to Friday next week. You know, before we... Yeah, before we... uh, Yeah, good point. Good, Good start before we get into the show. So, yeah. Um, the show is going. This this SmackDown recap is going to go away for a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. Not forever. Um, I'm just working on it. Uh, yeah. I have scheduling things I have to figure out here. I have to see how the week plays out. I want to see where other shows kind of fall, so I'm not putting my show out at the same time. I'm, I'm working on. There's things I'm working on. So there you go. For now, since SmackDown Live is going away. The SmackDown Live recap is also going away for a brief period of time while I figure yeah. out a new uh, schedule. For now, the Raw recap is staying where it's at on, on Tuesdays when it comes out Tuesday afternoon. Um, but, yeah, I, it's, all, it's all a work in progress. Yep. Uh, there will eventually be some sort of Friday Night SmackDown recap. Um, it's just I have a bunch of things I need to figure out. I'm only one man, and I have a, I, there's a bunch of things on my plate right now. So it will be coming back. But for now, yes, this will be the last Friday. This will be the last SmackDown Live recap. SmackDown Live recap, right, not SmackDown right, recap. Not SmackDown recap. Good clarification. All right, are we done with the business now? Can we get into this thing? I think we can get into this thing All right, let's jump into now. this thing. This was a fun, uh, you essentially, send off, send off SmackDown Live into its new version. They're trying out a lot of new graphics. Last night, they looked badass. Cool graphics. Yeah, great graphics. That's what happens when you get an even better uh, uh, studio behind you in terms you of get Fox. Get that Fox money. Get that Fox money. You can afford <laughs> to go a little higher end with your graphics. Not that there's anything wrong with well, the WWE graphics. Well, I also graphics. think that, you know... Fox and and USA are such different brands. Yeah. You know, USA um, has they're mainly advertising their drama. Mm-hmm. You know, their 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 scripted content. Yep. You know, um, and then they're great at that. You know, they've got good shows that you know. Absolutely. Suits has been a very successful show. Sure. Uh, you know, Mr. Robot. You know, right. obviously other ones, but like, there's not like sports content on USA besides. WWE, yeah, right? From not, what really. not really. Not mm-hmm. really. So, um, I mean, maybe the dog show, but I don't really count. That doesn't count. Although, dog show is awesome. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that counts. I don't know if that counts. You don't like dog shows? You've never watched a dog show then because they're I awesome. have watched Do you dog like dogs? Show. Yeah, I like dogs. And you don't like dog shows where they're doing cool tricks and stuff? No, man. You know why? Because my dog ain't no damn monkey. My dog would be a dog if I had a dog. You, wait, you just my dog like you have a dog and then you don't even have a dog? I don't have a dog. <sighs> Dog shows are awesome. Anyways, um, that threw me off. Anyway, <laughs> Fox, um, they are the way they promote things is much more. I think like flashy and in your face. It's like I think that the the the, yeah. 
you know, the, the USA stuff is much more low-key drama, commercial type thing. But Fox is very yeah. much like prime time, like throwing things yeah. in your face. You well, know, NFL's on Fox. NFL. There's a lot on Fox. There's, there's sports Soccer, content. football, yeah. They, is it like, uh, like NASCAR on, yeah, NASCAR's on Fox? Yeah, on Fox. You know, they, as well. They have like tons of sports yeah. um, experience of like ways to draw in a viewer with a sports-like yep. mentality while – also having the other side of things with TV shows like the, the, the eye-catching commercials for TV shows right. and, and dramas and comedy and all that kind of stuff. Um, so they really know what they're doing with that kind of stuff at Fox in a much different way. And I think you can see that so far. It, for me, to me, it's very evident in a lot of the advertising Yo, we've seen so far. Yeah. The way they've already started integrating the wrestlers mm-hmm. into their content. Yeah. Um, Strowman calling a baseball game, for God's sake. <laughs> That damn, was insane. Damn Keith Olbermann having, having to sully that moment. Did he? What oh, was, you didn't see that no. when Keith Olbermann tweeted like, are you serious, Fox, or something like that? Dude, Keith, calm it down, son. That's Please. how I felt about the situation. That's ridiculous. But, uh, you know, there and, and also when I see the advertising, like this Brock versus um, Kofi stuff, yeah. it has a much more, like the, the, the advertisements they were showing has a much more, like it pops out at you more. Mm-hmm. Um, same with that graphic for the Charlotte, the, yeah. the, 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 the tag team match that's going to be at the next show. So, yeah, I, uh, I agree with you. I think the, the visuals of this show, the kind of the new stuff they were showing off was very noticeable and I liked it. Yeah, enjoyed it as well. Uh, well let's get into it now. The first, the show starts off with Eric Rowan out there in the ring talking. You know, they played a, a, a package of his stuff from the last week and uh, uh, in the last few weeks. But he comes out talking about, uh, you know, he's the one. He's intellectually superior to Daniel Bryan. He's got all that stuff going on. He's tired, standing behind people. He's got his thing going on here. And, of course, we saw that uh, uh, What's-His-Face came back last week, his former partner. Luke Harper. Luke Harper. And so that's all in the mix now. But Daniel Bryan comes down. Fully ready to wrestle. And Justin is, Justin is, uh, tights there, uh, or his speedos, whatever you want to call them. They're and he tights. just, and, and well, says, no, those are trunks. Trunks, his trunks, right. And so he just says, you know, you want to fight somebody, fight me. And it's on. Yeah. Just like that, it's on. And they have a really good wrestling match. Like a long one. Yeah. Too. And initially, Rowan is totally controlling the entire offense at the beginning. The thing is, it's, it's, this is such a revelation to see Rowan doing his thing, battling. And, uh, but I will say, as the match wore on, you could tell that Rowan is not used to wrestling long singles matches fair there were some like botchy moments there were he was a, a little more slower limited yeah, in, limited in, in some of the stuff that he had mm-hmm. because he wasn't he hasn't had to go into that gear maybe as much yeah. in a singles match you sense the endurance was a little off near the end there was he was like a half a beat slow on some of the moves and blah 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 and then of course everything broke down uh, and we'll get to that but first let's talk about all this the promo and the match itself uh, the promo was fine yeah. you know the, the Eric Rowan stuff you know I don't dislike his him talking as much as everyone else I like that he's finally people have with him talking well people are just saying he shouldn't be talking as much as he is oh that's bullshit people I are like saying it. that he should be keeping Fuck. more quiet that's bullshit uh, being like more of a silent type I, I get both arguments um, but at the end of the day I like that they're letting him talk yeah me I too I like that they're you know at the end, we always talk about how they're not developing new talent or giving people opportunities and then when they do it we bitch about it. Yeah. You know, not, not we collectively, but like a lot of people bitch about it. And then right. you go, well, like, then you know what, why they're relying on on stars of yesteryear yeah, and yeah, advertising. Yeah. It's because you're not giving the new guys a chance. Right. Um, I thought, yeah, I thought Seth, I, Seth Rollins. I thought Eric Rowan did a really good job mm-hmm. here. I think he's been doing a good job since they've been giving them the opportunity. Yep. Uh, I liked Daniel Bryan coming out and doing his thing. I love also with Daniel Bryan that he is so beloved. Yeah. That that the fans, they, it doesn't matter what he does. Like, if if he wants us to boo him, we'll boo him. Yeah. If he wants us to cheer him, we're cheering him. You're right. You know, like, we're going whatever whatever he wants. You know, and I Plus love that. the ironic nature that. of it all. It's almost like that. And it's a great point you bring up, Brian. This is how the fans show their love for Daniel by going, we're, what do you want us to do? do you, we'll do it. Exactly. It's and, similar to when Stone Cold, when they were all doing right. the what's for Stone Cold. I mean, right. I'm not saying Daniel Bryan is on the level of Stone Cold, but, like, it's similar in that regard where, like, everyone was doing the what with Stone Cold. And when Stone Cold said, hey. Give us a second. Yeah. That crowd shut the hell up and let Stone Cold do his thing because they weren't trying to disrespect him. Right. Um, I agree with you that it definitely shows the love and, and respect that the crowd has for Daniel Bryan that it's like the second he started like leaning into his yeah. signature moves again, you're like, oh, yeah, he's coming back. You know, he's coming back. Yeah. And he still hasn't fully yesed it yet. Like he, he, um, well, he did it at the end when he asked for that well, one word answer. He did it. Sorry, he asked for the answer, but I feel like we still have that one oh. moment where 
he starts yeah, doing the yes thing. The thing I, yeah, the yeah. thing I was talking the other day where he has to have that moment where like the yes overcomes him and he starts doing. Because if I recall correctly, at the end of the thing, yeah, he didn't start doing the yes channel nope. with him. He asked for them to start saying yes. Right. But he didn't do it yet because you know he's saving that for a certain – because when he does it again, the crowd's going to be like – Yeah, they're going insane. Um, The match itself though – Good match, man. It really was a good match. I think that despite, you know, uh, maybe Rowan leaning on some of the same maneuvers uh, yes, repeatedly over because over I was saying that, that, that he, you know, maybe hasn't had to go in that long of a singles match. Um, I still think he was very impressive here. I think mm-hmm. that he showed that he can, that he can go. Yep. Um, I, I liked the match. I think that um, I liked his, I like his iron claw choke slam. Yeah. Um, I, I'm into all of it. Yep. So, um, yeah, I liked it. I also. I liked that because he got the win, right? Because, yeah, yeah. Because he, mm-hmm. uh, if I recall correctly, and correct if I'm wrong here, uh, Luke, yeah, Luke, Luke Harper inter- makes himself. Inter- yeah, interfere. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Well, he didn't interfere. He makes himself, his presence felt. Yes, that's fair. Daniel attacks him. Yeah. Uh, then Rowan pulls Daniel back in the ring, does the Iron Claw choke slam and won, Gets right? the win, yeah. Um, or I guess can't call it a choke slam, the Iron Claw slam. Right. Um, and then Luke Harper and them came in and beat him up. Yeah, right? they start to beat him up, and then uh, Roman Reigns comes down, uh, kind of saves the day, uh, and then they're left standing in the ring, Reigns and Brian. Uh, and uh, Brian's where he says, what we just mentioned a few seconds ago, Brian says, I just want to hear one word answer. Do you want to he- see me and uh, uh, Reigns against these guys at Hell in a Cell? I thought, and, and the truth to be honest with you, there was a moment there where Brian was like getting up all hobbled. I thought either Reigns was going to hit him or Brian was going to hit Reigns to kind of stay kind of in the halfway place. Uh, but no, it, this is clearly him moving towards the face situation. I still feel like Daniel might be more involved than he's letting Whoa. on. I don't know that. That could be something. But I just feel like he might be more involved in all this than at he's a, letting on. At like some critical moment at Hell in a Cell when it's like Roman Reigns really needs him. He drops to his knees. And Daniel Bryan does the whole, yeah. And actually, we find out that Rowan has been the mastermind. He is the intellectual uh, superior, superior to Daniel Bryan. And that's why Daniel started doing whatever Rowan wanted, Jesus. including letting himself be beat up uh, yeah. as a martyr for the whole story so that when Rowan was least expecting it, they could take him out of WWE. Oh, my God. That'd be brilliant because I could see Brian's promo standing over Reigns going, you thought I was the brains. I'm not the brains. He's the brains. He's smarter. He knew better. Bubba just putting him over like crazy. That would be hilarious. Because I feel like Daniel has been so badly wanting to get the Bludgeon Brothers over or, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. or help them in some way. I don't know. I just it, He's always been so linked to them. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like... I, I don't know. I, I maybe I'm wrong. I could totally be wrong. Yeah. I just feel like there's something there that Daniel has been do- that, that could Daniel be has been doing all of this, and and that that's why he didn't even do the fingers. It was like you're all so fickle. You were willing to take me back just like that. Yeah. Just because I said yes. Are you that stupid? You know, like I don't know. I just feel like Daniel was on such a, a, a hot streak with this heel character that he was doing. Yeah. As much as I'm pumped to see him doing the yes stuff again, as much as I'm pumped to see him kind of like leaning back into it, I just feel like we could be in for a big swerve here still. Yeah, I right? liked it. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And I liked it. I think I'm a big fan of it. And we'll see if, they, if it is the swerve or if they're going to uh, just have him go full face. But there's something there. Because uh, what do you, where do you – let's say let's say you go full face with Daniel. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel like there's as much meat on that bone there at this isn't. point. There isn't. Like who – I mean unless you really load up the SmackDown roster, right – Mm-hmm. Which they're probably going to do because of Fox, and you keep Daniel there, right. and you got Daniel versus like a bunch of like the hot up and comers, like Andrade and uh, and stuff like that. But but still, I feel like Daniel Bryan leading Luke Harper and Rowan, not leading, being led by yeah. Rowan for once and Harper for once is kind of a fun. Well, it could work too in this way if you're going to move Rollins over to SmackDown and keep him face. Rollins maybe saves the day or to a degree at. Hell in a Cell, and then at that point, you go, if he jumps, if he loses the title and then jumps, then at that point, it makes sense. Green Family versus the Shield right. reunion, it something like that. Sense. You can't get Moxley, but certainly you can find somebody. Yeah. I'm sure the Angle's got his vest still in his closet. <laughs> <laughs> he's just waiting on that call again. He's, he's waiting for his Shield phone to light up. <sighs> he's got a Shield burner phone sitting in the corner <laughs> somewhere. 
waiting, waiting for Dunu. 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 I know it finally. The tone that he has set to it. Uh, well, uh, we move on here, and that's, we'll see what happens. We'll move on here to. Uh, <laughs> I hope that that's how the shield reunites. Oh, my God. If they all just have a burner phone with the shield theme song as the ringtone, that the, if it rings, you know you have to put the vest on and just go to action. Oh, my God. I could just see the camera there with Moxley and uh, Renee. And then the thing goes off while they're having breakfast, and she's like, no, she's, no, she's, no, she's no. Got some, she's got some, like, cool 70s record playing. She's made some fancy egg meal for them. And he's like, but babe, the shield phone has gone off. <laughs> like they're in you the don't middle. even work there anymore. <laughs> I know, but babe, the shield phone. Like in the middle Turn of eating, off. and all of a sudden you're done it. And they both just freeze with their mouths open. <laughs> and she goes, no, no. Don't you... <laughs> Think about it, John. You do this. I won't be here when you get back. Anyway, right, let's move on. Uh, I just picture cartoon dust flying up in that moment. <laughs> I love it. You bastard. All right, Michael Cole does Whoa, another one of his. Moxley. <laughs> one of his signature interviews here with uh, Kofi Kingston. We go to a vignette that Armin interview in the back there. And uh, fun stuff, you know, Kofi talking about how, you know, Cole needs to be a little more into the WWE stuff, but also talks about Lesnar stuff, like where he's going to go, what he wants to do, and how he can handle all these challenges over and over again. Once again, Cole does a nice job with this, so I enjoyed this. I actually, if they're going to do more of these Cole sit-down yeah. interviews, I think it's a great idea. Yep. I think that, you know, with, if they want to present a more uh, sports-like feel. I think these kind of add to that. Oh, absolutely. These little sit-downs are good character-building things. Mm -hmm. And you and I talked about it last week where we were like, well, why would you just accept after that? But then I had said, like, yeah. I don't know, I feel like it's because of his legacy. And that's 100% what he said in yeah, here. Like, yeah. I said I was going to be a fighting champion. Yep. I'm going to be that fighting champion. I'm going to build my legacy. Um, and I like that, you know, he, he you know, despite him being uh, – my favorite part about Kofi is that he's wearing extravagant colors. Yeah. He's got unicorns and rainbows all over his clothes. He's throwing pancakes, things that one normally wouldn't consider maybe like cool, quote unquote. Right. But I love that he's made that stuff cool. Yeah. And him just he's sitting himself. there, like being himself in, you know, in his New Day gear, just holding the belt, like, I was like, man, that guy's a badass. That guy is cool. Yeah. And I love it. Like, I love that he's just cool. And the fact that he is from, God, from Beast in the East, I think it was called, when it was New Day versus versus uh, Brock, to now, like, to see the progression of Kofi and to see, you know, the fact that he might, that, 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 that he's going to stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with Brock now yeah. and not just be squashed like he was in Japan for that WWE Network special, um, it's cool. Yeah. It's really cool. Um, and I love it. I, I, I thought this was great. I thought this was like nothing to really nitpick here. I just yeah. thought they did such a good job of of making Kofi look badass and cool, which to me is so important. Yeah. I don't disagree with you. I, I enjoyed it as well. And you're right. He's a new – he's a different kind of champion, especially a champion who's held the belt this long. He has stayed with the bright colors, stayed with these kinds of things, all this kind of jazz, and it's really worked for him. And, you know, so there's kind of a relaxed approach to it that Kofi has when he's in the ring. He's all business, but when he's talking about it, he's, he's not going to go like, and I'm going to tell you something else. You know, it, that's not his style. No. So he's made it work for himself. Even Cole being skeptical throughout the interview, I really liked. Like, oh, I don't know. He's kind of big. I don't know. He's just somebody. But, you know, Kofi's not, whatever, man. I've beaten all these people. I'm in the ring. I want to fight everybody. And that's, this, that's one of those things you, you know, you mentioned him just being himself when yeah. he talks, that's not an easy thing to do. No. You know, I see people on the internet sometimes where they'll harp on certain wrestlers for falling into the same patterns. Right. Saying, you see, um, certain little things like that. Um, get these hands. Yeah. And, and they're right. It is not natural. To right. No, not get these hands. They're talking about little ticks, like <laughs> not their catchphrases. But little ticks. Almost that, slid it in there. Oh, little ticks that people do uh, that yeah. you can tell where they're reading a script. Yes. Um, and that kind of stuff just comes with, experience acting you know um so i i um i like that when kofi is talking like you said yeah it feels so genuine to who he is it feels real like it, it the whole the just like movies the best part of wrestling is when they can blur the line between reality and fiction yeah. and i think kofi does that in terms of like you know, the, he's talking as himself. He doesn't feel necessarily like a character. He feels like a guy who's being himself all the time. Yes. And that guy happens to be goofy mm -hmm. when he's around his friends. But he also, like, can handle business. And I, 
I, I really like what they've done with Kofi. Yeah, me too. And I look forward to I look forward to the match, and then we'll see where it goes from there. If he wins or loses, I have a feeling that he's going to win. I think he's, he's going to win. win. I think he's going to win too. Yeah, a lot of people think, oh, Lesnar would get the belt because it's promoting the thing, but no, I think it promotes even more if you have an incredible match against this huge beast. And someone Ooh. beats Brock Lesnar yeah. in his day in his first TV match in 15 years right, or whatever. Lesnar doesn't need it. He's already so over and so worldwide known. Kofi needs it, and especially the fans will love it watching an underdog fight this this beast. I also think, and, and to f- further that, I think you need, if, if Brock's not going to be doing tons of media, right? I think when the move happens, you need your champion on every single Fox show as possible, Absolutely. and Kofi will do that. And especially a jovial champion, a fun champion, yes. a champion who can beat, who can add a little bit of life to whatever he's going to go on, that just makes the most sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I completely agree with you. Well, speaking of, uh, well, in reverse, uh, or the opposite of life, uh, that's the, the Mike Kanellis uh, battle here with Chad Gable. My God, uh, what was the effing point of this other than put Gable on television uh, and then, of course, have the Elias thing, which, dude, if they're going to put... I like how you said... Just real fast. I mean, if they... I like how you said, what was the point of putting this on television and then you answered your own question yeah, but, with but, two but good the, points? The answers are not good. That's they're what I'm getting answers. At. Oh, no, because this is... Don't put Elias in a program with Gable. You want to drag Gable back down, put him in a program with Elias because then you're just using Gable to elevate Elias and that doesn't make sense to me because Gable defeating Elias ain't a big deal. Mm, I disagree. Corbin and Gable. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I wish I could remember what point in the show that was so I could clip that out because that was such a good reaction from you. Uh, someone uh-huh. gift that. That yeah, was so sure. good. Uh, Give it up. That's, I want to see Roka's reaction. That was great. Um, Gable, you, we just talked yesterday about how Gable and... King Corbin, Baron Corbin, have elevated each other to yeah, a certain degree. Yeah. Why? And you have talked about how you think Elias is very talented in the ring. He and is. you even wanted him to be in the finals against Corbin. So right. why can't but he didn't. Gable and Elias elevate each other since it makes perfect sense that Elias would be angry at Gable since Gable... T- took his spot in the King of the Ring. Right, but but Elias is not at that level to where the perception-wise, uh, Gable beating him is a big victory. It's not. No, 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 not even that. I'm just saying, why can't the two of them help. bring each other up by Gable's having good... Ma- okay, wait a second. Wait a second. Literally a week and a half ago, you were telling me how Gable is not over yeah. at all. And then last and week, I said, I see the difference. Uh, above Elias? Well, I, I actually put him above Elias. Elias has been featured if on TV put, for the past year and a half longer. Yeah, but if you put if you if you compare the pops for now, when Gable walks out versus Elias walking out, well, one's a heel, one's a face. Right, but okay, fine. If you want to compare the pop versus the heat, that's fine with me. I don't care. People, uh, hate I know Elias. the terms. I know the terms. But if you walk out <laughs> to give them the pop versus the heat, I guarantee you, you're gonna get a higher pop than a higher heat. Are you making popcorn right now? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I just feel like Gable's where he's at, and putting him with Elias is dangerous because it may drag him down. Because Elias is not seen by many fans as this kind of like tough, difficult thing for him to defeat. But Whereas what a Corbin for, for... has the victory over him with the king stuff. But we've been saying that Elias should be put into an actual feud where he's wrestling and not Shinsuke. just game. That's more valid. They're, those are both heels. Now we'll turn him face. What do you fucking care? He switches all the time. Sorry, just got but sad. it makes such he switches all the time. But it makes such perfect sense that Elias would target Gable, who took his spot in the tournament. Yeah, but this, what, is Gable now moving off the Corbin, or is he fighting two feuds at once? I think he's fighting two feuds at once. And like we said before, Gable, sorry, Elias and and Corbin have been aligned before in the past. Right. Well, that proves my point then. If Gable's fighting two feuds at once, then Gable is more over than Elias. I don't, I don't think Elias is now. He's only gone for like a couple weeks. No, it's not about being gone. It's about like, you know, the free action of the fans. And I don't think he's, he's there yet. I don't know. I don't he had that dope match with Ali. He did. It was a good and match. And that was right before he got injured. I think he could have just as entertaining a match with Chad Gable. So foot. I did, welcome the feud between the two of them. Gable has to make some foot jokes. He, he does right. have to make like some you foot jokes. You have to make some foot jokes. If you're going to go next level, brother man, you got to know how to play the tween game. And I think for him, he's got to make some foot jokes. Uh, yeah, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, that's the way to go. Anyway, all right, so, that, so we're setting that up. Uh, let's move on to the vignette in the back here between uh, Charlotte, which now looks oh, wait, like... Also, real fast, we oh, should yeah, mention yeah. also that yeah, Mike Bennett got... Just squashed. Oh, yeah. Right Mike, yeah, destroy it. What a shock. Uh, <laughs> whatever. Talking about size that matters. Well, dude, I, if I resigned and this is what they were doing with me, I would just be like. But what if it was mad. the difference was you weren't on TV before for two years or whatever? And now was they're I still getting paid. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Fine. So you'd prefer to. 
I prefer because to, you're one of those people who says, yeah. sometimes it's not about the money. So it isn't. He, for some people. What if he just wants to be on TV? So now he's great. like, great, I'm on TV every okay. week. Then great, that's the way you're built. I'm talking about me personally. Yeah, I couldn't be called a bitch on TV. Thank you. I'd rather collect my check and sit at home than to be called a bitch on television. But also at the same time, right? I'll get my release so I can go to another federation. It's a tricky situation in my opinion because like in his defense, right? Yeah. And I don't know this, but from looking at the past, you think, okay. He didn't use me for two years or whatever, Vince, three years, whatever, yeah, yeah. however long it was. Right. It was a long time. Right. Barely used me. I sat at home. If I let this guy script them to call me a piece of sh- crap every week, uh, to call me a bitch, to say my wife's effing other dudes, which I know she's not. If I'm confident enough in my own life yeah. to take that shit, right, mm-hmm. then there's a good chance. That me taking that shit for, let's say, a year and a half, two years, me just eating that shit, Mm -hmm. loving it, Mm -hmm. saying, thank you, sir, right? Mm -hmm. You employed me while I was going, while I was recovering from drugs. You repaid me and my wife while my child was being born. If the way I can pay you back is to go on TV for a year and a half, two years, and just be made a fool of, then the return... Could possibly be a job for life. Could. And could. in that regard, you maybe do it. Maybe, but who's 3MB again? Heath Slater. Thank you. He's still got a job. Yeah, but you could end up like Heath Slater. But Which Heath is Slater. an afterthought. But I'm just saying, Heath Slater doing those things is precisely why when people get released, he's not one of them because they know that if they really need to, Heath Slater is over yeah. whenever they need to. Because every time they pull right. him out of the, their, their, their little shelf... And they go, hey, look, we're making Heath Slater do something, whether it's being the referee, teaming with Rhino. Um, oh, my kids um, thing. The, t- the I've got kids thing. Yeah. Um, you know, all that stuff. Um, that time I think he wrestled against Seth Rollins in the main event. Yeah, I think. yeah. All, all those things. He always delivers. Sure. And he always does exactly what's asked of him. Even if it makes him look like a silly dude, he always – and that's why he will also have a job for a very long he time. Will. He's been there since FCW. I know. I, I know. Since he was like in his 20s. I, I get that, but – What's your legacy? But some people are just, they just want a job, and I get that. Not even just want a job. I'm not built up. Not everyone wants to be Hulk Hogan. It's some my people, frustration. Some people don't want. Not everyone wants to be Hulk Hogan. Though. Yeah, I, I envy some those people. Some people want to be Honky Tonk Man. Some people want to be. You know what I mean? Like, Wait a second. Yeah. Don't you sully the name of the Honky. I'm just saying. Some people want to be lower on the card. Champion. Just saying. Some people want to be lower on the card, you yeah. know? Like, Tonga Talk was never a main eventer, yeah, you know? Did, you know what? It's just true. A few years ago, uh, 10 years ago, I dated a girl who is, she was happy being a backup dancer on Broadway shows. And I said to her, don't you want to be a lead? Don't you want to be up there, one of the main kids? She's like, no. I don't want that pressure. I don't want that thing. I know I'm not built to do that. And I'm happy being in, in one of the backup days because that's going to be consistent work until the end of my life. If I go become a star, then I, I have to find star stuff. And if I don't find star stuff, if I take lower stuff, then my stature or my, the perception of people about me will be, oh. And then if I end up a backup day, that's even worse. And I was like, oh, my God. I don't understand that. Like, I don't I understand mean, I the mentality. I, I mean, I, I don't have it. that mentality, but I get thing. it. Yeah, I, yeah. I get it. I just don't I don't, I don't. look at it that way. Like, I don't feel that way. Well, I mean, like, I could have gone to work somewhere, but right, I didn't want right, to. Right, I was right. but, but, I, but I 100% understand that mentality, yeah, too. After, yeah. after doing this for almost five years, I'm like, maybe I should have just gone to work somewhere. <laughs> but no, no, I'm happy with what I've done here. No, I'm kidding. You've, you've but, built something. But, but, it but, I, but I get it. You know, like, I, yeah. I do get that mentality to a certain degree. Of course. Of course. So, I don't know. It's, it's a, like a... It's a real catch-22. Like, mm-hmm. what if he just wants a job for life? Like, yeah. what if he knows, like, I'm not going to be... I'm not going to... Like, clearly, based on what's happened so far... Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least at this point, if I don't do something different, so he's, he's like, I'm not going to be The Rock. I'm not going to be yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin in this company. But what if I can be Patterson and Briscoe? Right. Those guys made oh, fools of themselves. That's great. And they are the most beloved people in they WWE really history at this point. But they've but they made... Like, and later in life, Heath is still in his prime. Patterson and Briscoe weren't jokes I realize were, that. I realize prime. that. I realize you know, that. You know, that's the same thing as Sergeant Slaughter. Slaughter was... Massive, but there are people who are jokes to a certain degree well, in their prime. I think that made a lot of money. Sure, as, as we're talking about, and are it, still successful and have healthier bodies because of it too. Probably, as we're talking about, uh, yeah, pa- Papo, Lee Milani, Papo was never like savage. He was always just kind of just, like the, the genius and all that kind of stuff. It was all for fun. And some people 
would love to have a career like that. It's similar to Hollywood yeah, yeah. and the entertainment industry. Some people don't want to be the director. It's like a character. Some people just want to be part of the crew right. and move from crew to crew or even yeah. follow the same director and like, hey, he's leading the show. I got this one job. Yeah. I want to do this one job, make that guy happy so I have a job for life. It's not the dumbest thing to do. No, it's not. You're you right. Know? And You're he's right. got two kids now. Well, he's going to have two kids very soon. Right. Well. If it's his child, you know, so, <laughs> but you know, I, I get I, it. I, I, that's the only thing I okay. think of when I see all that. So, uh, I mean, it's not the worst thing to take shit like that. That's fair. I mean, like, I think it'd be for us though. Working at TMZ wasn't always the funnest thing, you right, know, right. or the most, you know, it was hard work and, and, and tough times and, yeah. and, and, and not no job fun. is perfect. Yeah. But you know, it got me to a place where I wanted to yeah. be in and, yeah. and for, for the future. So I don't know. I just think that like, I see why someone could take that. But also I understand anyone yeah. who maybe wouldn't want to do that well, as well. Another version another way to look at it too, real quick and we'll move on, is like it's a character actor. Exactly. He's never gonna be a lead, but happy being a character actor. Exactly. I'm doing whatever because I get paid. Yes. I get to live a certain life. I get to afford my house, my kids, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I get that. I mean, you mentioned Urkel the other day or yeah. whatever, but like I would Urkel still gets probably still gets pretty fat royalty checks. I don't know. You don't think he, Urkel still gets pretty fat royalty yeah, checks? Yeah, maybe that moved into the Cosby slot. The Family Matters now. Family Matters has been in long-time syndication since I was a child. Yeah, but I mean, maybe, you know, as now the premier black family show in syndication. That's what I'm saying. You don't think he gets royalty checks? Yeah, maybe. Jonathan Taylor Thomas still gets royalty checks. You know, like, those people all... Like a lot of those people still get live off those yeah. off, off those role checks because sure. they because they played one character for fifteen years yeah. or ten years or whatever. Yeah, more power to them. Fair point. Look at Frankie Muniz. Yeah, Frankie Muniz is so rich. We're trying to get him into to, Collider. Never has to work a day in his life. Probably because of Malcolm in the Middle. Because he played one character, and yes, he is pigeonholed as Malcolm yes, for life for the rest of his life. He also has money for the rest of his life. True. He can do literally whatever he wants True. because yeah. of that money. But some people break under that, right? Like Dustin Diamond, Screech. Like Screech broke. He will. He doesn't have Malcolm money, unfortunately. Right. I mean, that's yeah. The same Bell cast yeah. got a little screwed in yeah. that regard. Yeah, exactly. They, but, were, they were. Yeah. But you know, Screech is a tough guy. Right. Anyway, we're, we're, we're way off. Bagel Boss guy. We're way off. Oh, I can't wait to see Screech fight Bagel Boss guy. It's so much better than Lenny Dykstra. Yeah, we're way off. Lenny Dykstra. Yes. It was going to be Lenny Dykstra versus Bagel Boss Guy in one of those celebrity boxing fights. Are they fighting? Are they, wait, are you talking for real? Yeah, it was going to be Lenny Dykstra. The little bagel dude? Yeah, versus the little bagel dude in one of those celebrity boxing fights. But then apparently this week Lenny Dykstra pulled out and his replacement Screech. So now it's Screech versus Lenny Dykstra. That's what Lenny does best. I'm so mad it wasn't like a big buff girl. It should have been a big buff girl. That would have been the best thing ever. Diamond against a woman? No. Bagel Boss Guy against oh, a tall oh, woman. Oh, yeah, that's because true. Because that's who he was angry he was, about. Yeah, he was angry if about. If they had gotten some tall, big woman just come in there and just like, boom. Oh, it would have been the best. That would have been the best vindication. Awesome Kong? Throw her in there. Let her just beat yeah, him down. Yeah, agreed. All right, can we move on now? We can move on. Thank you. Jesus Christ. All right, anyway, in the back there, we have uh, what appears to be a full Charlotte face turn now. She comes in to yeah. talk to Carmella, talking to R-Truth. R-Truth trying to play like he doesn't know who Carmella is. Then Carmella comes out. Who's, and, who's Carmel? <laughs> who's Carmel? Who's Carmel? Who's Carmel? Carmel. Carmel? I don't know who Carmel is. Well, he, she walks out. They have an interaction. Then Charlotte walks off, and, and you know, she, uh, she Carmella is very gracious or very grateful to R-Truth. Then we get out uh, to the match here, and it's Sasha Banks and Bailey versus Charlotte Flair and Carmella. This was a damn, damn fun match. Good match. Carmella, my girl, my girl. She's bringing it. She's bringing it. She was doing so oh. well. Those of you guys who were listening to this show for a while, I love hearing that. <laughs> yesterday, it's him and You confessed. misrepresented me yesterday, by the way, on Twitter. That is not what I said, man. And I you, said basically. No. No. I use the word basically. Said. There's transcripts that give you the whole words, and there are transcripts with ellipses, and there's a difference. And I'm telling you right now, that was a <laughs> I lot. You put out the redacted version. Yeah, you, the re- you put out the redacted version. I had to whistleblow on you. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's, what you, that's what you come here for topical entertainment. Uh, no, but I mean, this, this, uh, I, what I said about the iconics was if they turn face and let them wrestle like they wrestle NXT, then I will be a fan. Not. I'm a fan now. He said he likes them, basically. No, I did not. <laughs> anyway. you heard that? I thought I said it quiet enough. Yeah, Sorry. Of course. I'm always for the audio listeners. Uh, what did you think <laughs> overall about this match and, and this matchup and Carmella now being kind of in the mix, as we were mentioning last week or two weeks ago? Um, I liked it. It was a really good match. She brought it. Everyone brought it. She really did bring it. Um, yeah, Carmella, I like that she's kind of like, even though she hasn't been necessarily a prominent fixture in the women's division at this point because she had been doing everything with our truth i liked that she 
reminded everyone like why she was before yeah. that, why she had a long time reign. It was like so last night felt like uh, uh, her and a few others were like trying to remind people like, yo, there's a reason why I was champion. Like there's a reason why I'm over, yeah. uh, even though I'm doing this other thing. Don't forget. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like she really did that. Um, I like that, uh, that, that Sasha Banks won again, that she, that she got the submission mm-hmm. victory. Um, and my favorite part is that truth is such a good friend again. Yeah. Is that truth? I love that the second Carmelo lost and was kind of like near him. He like rolled her out of the yeah. her lifeless body out of the ring because from experience he knew the train <laughs> of twenty four seven title point. contenders were coming. Yeah. And so, like preemptively, he's like, "Nope, been here before." But on the other end, rolled her out. Put her on her shoulder, put her on his shoulders, and started running out like it was an NXT challenge back in the day, competition yeah. challenge. Starts running out with her on his shoulders, and sure enough, right on target or right on time, the whole you know mob of people starts running after. They're all chasing her, yeah. uh, and then one of my favorite moments of SmackDown occurs where Truth runs away. The women are all chasing, and Kyrie Sane is at the end of the line of people, and she has her spyglass or telescope or whatever, <laughs> right. and she's running with the telescope in her eyes as she's chasing, as if she's like that's how she's following behind. <laughs> that killed me. Yeah. I was dying. Was I love when I tweeted the the gift to how many people pointed out that if she falls doing that, yeah. she would literally poke her eye she out, could. and that she should not be doing that. But hey, she's a pirate princess. Right. She she knows what she's doing. She's I'm a sure professional. She's aware of it, yeah. Um. I also, you know, it's funny. Sometimes I, I feel like a moment like this with those train of people um, is, is is a perfect example of um, when Twitter overreacts. Too quickly, yeah. Before the show's even over, mm-hmm. and so like I saw everyone kind of complaining, Oscar oh, and Kyrie saying they're just in the line of people like that's what they've been relegated oh, to. No, no, part of the twenty four show. Part of the fun of the show, it is. Yeah, but then they had a match later yeah, in exactly. the show, so, so and they were showcased. The show. So I like I thought it was funny that everyone pre like was quickly like was quick to throw out the tweet of like oh how could they and then like. 20 minutes later, they were in a match. And I was like, I was like, oh, yeah, never mind. Yeah. Uh, but I like the match. I like the 24-7 title stuff involving all the women. Uh, this yep. was definitely a hit. So we're left with Sasha and Bailey in the ring, and they are uh, about to take Charlotte to pieces. And then uh, Becky Lynch comes out. Yes. Uh, kind of clears out the ring, beats up Bailey, beats up uh, her throw of Sasha. Sweet Mary Mother of God. That was halfway across the ring. <laughs> Bailey was a little more closer, but Sasha got thrown halfway across the ring. It was pretty great and brutal. Uh, and then uh, uh, she's about to do the disarmor on Sasha when Bailey grabs Sasha and they run out. Uh, and uh, that comes back a little bit later. So that was a fun thing. And Becky just coming down. No belt, no nothing to handle business. That's Stone Cold. That's Stone Cold. Coming right out just to walk straight to the ring to handle business. That's how Stone Cold used to do it. There's shades of it there, uh, and I love it. Yeah, no, I also love it. I think they've done a great job of making Becky seem like a badass. Yeah, no question. Totally. Uh, All right, let's move on to Shinsuke Nakamura and Ali. Uh, They go at it in this incredible match. Uh, Sami Zayn comes out, does a promo about Shinsuke. Shinsuke comes out. Ali and him go at it. This This was a really fun match for the amount of time that they had. I enjoyed the match. Would I like a longer match? Absolutely, and I think that's coming. Uh, but this was uh, fun to watch. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, uh, you know, Sammy and Nakamura are starting to catch their groove a yes, little bit. Agreed. Um, yes, and you know, I like what they've been doing with Ali. It was a good match. I, I don't have, like a ton to say about this yeah, there's match. Not much unfortunately, to say they, they, they they both fought well. Yeah, they have chemistry in the ring. Yes, there were some great high flying flip over moves that worked for both of them, uh, and the the ending made a lot of sense because Ali got caught up chasing Sami Zayn and they got to Kinshasa and yes. lost. Yes, and as well he should. Yes, so it works overall, and it maybe puts uh, Ali in a position where he will get the belt off Nakamura now because of this. I don't know if I think they're going to have him belt yet. I don't know if it'll do it in the next pay-per-view, but I think it's in the cards right now. Intercontinental title? Yes. If you want to build him back up, because, look, when Nakamura came out with the title, I was like, oh, yeah, because the title hasn't really been a big deal to be defended since he won it. So it's not like he's elevating the title or the attention to the title. So if you put it on someone like Ali... There's possibilities because you want to get Ali over with the fans, and he had that initial run that was stopped by injury. It could put him back on the path. I almost think that Ali needs to get drafted to Raw in the upcoming draft. As a face or as a heel? 
as a face. Okay. I, I think they could. Because Rollins is a face. If he keeps that belt. With WWE, with, with SmackDown possibly becoming like the A show, I could see Ali getting lost in the shuffle a little bit mm. in the upcoming okay. landscape of things. Okay. And maybe being brushed aside for bigger, for bigger names uh, on SmackDown. Um, I feel like a move to Raw and guidance from Heyman. Yeah. Could be so. Whoa. Could whoa. <laughs> could be something that is that that helps him. I think he needs it. Certainly, Heyman has proven over numerous decades to know what to do, with guys that size. Yeah, and I, put him over. I I feel like if there's anyone who can help him right now, it's, it's Heyman and everything he's doing. So yeah, yeah that's that's what I would like to see because I don't know what it is about Ali, but mm. he's he's lost some of that initial rush. Ah, oh, gotcha. Right? Yeah. That initial like wow factor of people being like all excited about him, I think right. like bad or not, it all kind of shuffled over. It, it all kind of got transferred over to Kofi during yeah, that exactly, run. Exactly. So yeah, I think moving shows might be what might be best for him. But then again, if he stays on SmackDown and becomes a heel, eventually taking on Kofi could work because that's your storyline there, right? And once he's done with uh, Lesnar, maybe he, you know, is a heel turn down the road. And he's like, you took my spot. You took the thing I had, blah, blah, blah. I just have a hard time believing they're going to take that road anytime in the near future with Fox, with it being on Fox That's right a now. good point, yeah. Like, they've got to come with the big guns right now. That's true. And I'm not saying that Ali isn't a big gun necessarily, but he's not. Like, he's not a big gun right point. now. You know he's what I mean? Not, like, yeah. he's, he's, talented, he's talented as hell in the ring. Sure. I like watching him. I think he does dope promos and right. stuff. But I don't know if they see him as, like, the guy who they should be showcasing at the top right away yeah, on Fox. That's fair. I agree with that. All right, let's move on next. We've got New Day taking on the B team. Remember the B team? Uh, they showed up to take on the New Day. New Day took care of business. No surprise here. Uh, anything Was anything gained from this match? Other than putting the New Day on television. I think it was, yeah, it was yeah. putting New Day on yeah. television it's there. You know, these they, gave, they gave B team more time than I expected. Yeah, it still was a glorified squash match. Though. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah. It, not much discussed. All right, let's move on. That's in Mandy Rose uh, and Sonya Deville. Fire and Desire took on Asuka and Kari Sane. Lord God, Asuka and Kari Sane brought it in this match big time. Uh, I think if you're not going to have Paige there to promote you, to be the mouthpiece, to be there on the, on the mic to promote you, then you've got to have your wrestling stand out. And these two really understood that task in this match. Yep, these were the other two people I was talking about when I said that people felt like they had to remind everyone that, like why they were a thing yeah. before and why they used to get used more often. For Kyrie Sane, it was NXT. For Asuka, it was every brand. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, and like you said, these two killed it. Like, they came out and they were just like, you could tell they were both energized and ready to wrestle. Yes, like, on television Ready again. to wrestle. They wanted to wrestle. Like, yes. they both been probably bored, yeah. you know? They were like, this is what we do best. Um, so, yeah, I really enjoyed this match. And can I ask you a question? Is yeah. Corey getting bigger? Like, I looked last night, it looked like she was getting a little, more, a buff, little, a little more buff. Yeah, a little more buff. And I was like, oh, this may be what she's kind of this perception that she's this kind of wayfish, skinny little thing. This is a way to kind of combat it a little bit and start going towards a possibility of having her own run as a champion or get going for those belts. All of that is in play. Looking, I mean, she just looked stronger last night. So yeah, I I, honestly, I'd have to relook. Okay. I'm not sure. It's not something I like, immediately noticed. Uh, but I did think that, like, man, like, while I was when I was watching this last night, I was thinking to myself, "Why have they not been using these two? Yeah, yeah. these two are like Oscar when she came in. Yeah, she was there with a purpose. Cleared the house. Cleared the house, and and, and just has such a presence. Yeah, you know, I understand what Kyrie was saying a little more because she's newer to the main roster, has to acclimate to things, still right. has things to learn. Um, but Oscar was undefeated on the main roster yeah. for a while. Like yeah. you know, she." was a presence on the show. The fact that, you know, they can't find something for her to do lately is crazy. Yeah. I think that maybe they were waiting to see how long Paige was going to be out of action, so they put them together. Right. It also wouldn't surprise me, unfortunately, to see yeah. them get split up in the draft. But do you think that they... Yeah, it's, that's possible. Coming on, I mean, look, Fire and Desire were kind of in line for these belts, and now it feels like with this victory, Kari Sane and Asuka are more in line for these belts. Would they put these belts that can go on both federations on a couple of Asian wrestlers who aren't really, you know, who there have been complaints about their uh, mic work? I don't see why they wouldn't. Okay. 
I mean, Nakamura is a champion right well, now. I'm asking because people have right, right, but you're not. But they gave him Sami Zayn to be the mouthpiece. Yeah, but so, he's been champion without Sami Zayn. He has been absolutely. Uh, but I wonder if they would do that. I would like to see them do that. I'm certainly a fan of that happening. Yeah, I don't see but why I they wonder wouldn't. if they would. Be I mean, Oscar was champion, like I just said, for yeah. like a year. So I don't see why. I don't okay. think the language thing is the reason necessarily. I think okay. it's more just like. I mean, it could be, but I don't think it's why they're not winning. I, I don't know. I, okay. I honestly have no idea what the reason is, so okay. I shouldn't make an eye. I, I mean, I think an you don't assign page to them unless you understand that a mic work is an issue here. I, I think that's a statement. I don't know if you say it's an issue of more so like they'd be better if they had a mouthpiece. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? They yeah. connect more with the credit right. if they had a mouthpiece. Did you thing. like how Mandy and Sonya? I thought Sonya was even more brutal than she's been in, in a while. I liked that. Did you? I, I thought te- Mandy was good. I also felt like they teased a little bit more dissension between the two of yes, them. Yes, they did. They had that thing backstage with Otis, too, where Otis asked for yeah, the, selfie, the selfie. And she was like, you're more focused on Maxim than right. our, our match or whatever. So there's a little bit of like... Yeah. Something going on there. Um, so maybe that's probably, I mean, like, they're going to, I think they're going to break up. They always soon. tease the possibility I know they, of breaking up, they, and they, they never do. They to breaking up every few months. Break it up or start a relationship or break it up. It's so weird. It's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can't figure out what to do them because I, 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 th- I don't know if they 100% believe that they're ready. Split them up in the draft. Yeah, that's I what guess. I think is best. That's not bad. I don't, I think Sonya. I think Sonya needs to be on her own. Needs to be on her own. Yeah. And, and same for Mandy. I think Mandy is good enough yep. to be on her own. I don't yep. think they need each other. I know they like their best friends and they've got their YouTube channel, but right. like that's not more important than the ultimate goal of like where you fit best in the weekly television. If Mandy programs. goes to if Mandy goes to Raw, there's no reason Mandy can't be in Natty's positions for everything Natty's been doing. Who Sonya? Um, uh, Mandy. Mandy. There's no reason Mandy can't be in Natty's positions Man, for everything I don't know Natty's I agree doing. With that. I'm just saying. Well, Natty's there because she's a trusted veteran who they well, can trust saying, to do But if you're going to build this, you know, and, and Natty's, like you, she, like you said, she's a veteran. If you're going to build Mandy to the point where she can be considered a superstar in the ring, not just outside of it, you got to give her these positions against these, like, uh, more higher-end uh, 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 wrestlers. Right? Oh, yeah. No, no, I just meant in terms That's of filling the role Natalia fills. I mean, Natalia's there no, no, when they not. need a veteran oh. to kind of step in right. and handle business. I meant more the storylines yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Sonya definitely needs to be on her own. She yeah. can build up that brand in, in a separate way. Uh, and we'll see. We'll see what happens to both of them. We'll see with the draft coming up. I think everything is going to be crazy once the draft gets thrown up in the air. Yeah, um, I think so, too. But I think I could actually see both these teams being split up. Yeah. I would love to see Asuka get, go back into the title picture Immediately. Yeah, me too. She, she was great last night. Yeah, I agree. Fucking hell. All right. Kevin Owens uh, comes in. This whole Kevin Owens, Shane McMahon thing. Look, I was ready to hate this so much, especially after the tweet of like, oh, we're bring Kevin Owens back and have a conversation. I was like, oh, this is going to be so lame. But I actually ended up liking this because they let Kevin Owens insult Shane and the fans got behind him. And I thought, and that's what we had said was the whole point that was missing of this whole thing was Kevin being afraid. And now that he doesn't have to be afraid, this works so much better. Agreed. I think that, you know, um, everything about this version of Kevin Owens is better when he's acting like he doesn't care. That's when he's at his best for for sure. For sure. Right. Um, Even down to his clothing, like, like, I know that, you know, WWE talent is supposed to, you know, they have their talent wear their merchandise on TV to help sell it. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, like, it's a, it's, a, it's a vehicle to sell merchandise, sell live events. Yeah. You know, these people are salesmen, you know. And, and so um, I get why they wear their, why they wear yeah, their shirts yeah, yeah, yeah. on TV. But when, they're, when talent is allowed to wear something else, I think it, like, brings so much more character to them. You know, Kevin just coming out in a shirt he would actually wear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Um, and it's weird because, you know, I don't think, I, I'm trying to think of the right way to word this, but, like, I don't think Kevin Owens is, like, overweight. He's in better shape than me. Uh, but, no, but no. But WWE shirts sometimes, the thick material yeah. can kind of make you look bigger. Like, you know what I mean? Like, have you ever... Yeah, I'm wearing my boss shirt. At but times, like, when but I put like, it on, you can see my stomach a little more than normal. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a little frustrating. It's a little. Fr- I feel like sometimes those thicker shirts do kind yeah. of make you look a little bigger sometimes. Yeah, they don't shape you well, but they help you if you work out because then you look way more buff at top. Because it's top. Because it's, it's tight. tight. Yeah, yeah. it's tight. Um, so it's either really tight, yeah. and if it's not really tight, yeah. then it sometimes can make you look a little bigger. Oh, yeah. I felt like the shirt he was wearing last night was very slim-fitting. Yep. A shirt that Kevin Owens would have actually worn out that he feels comfortable in. Right. And it made, like, a world of a difference for some reason, in my opinion. Yeah, like, yeah. it was like, and I'm not saying, like, like just looking at him, why you go, like, wow, that was, like, a real slim-fitting shirt. Like, it really is. Maybe, like, I'm not saying I think that he is larger, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, like, absolutely. It made him look like, 
a slimmer, like ready to fight kind of dude. That I feel like they should let him wear his own clothes more yeah. often. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It gets over with the fans. And if he's if you're gonna make him uh, um, representative of the people, representative of the fans, he's got to dress like one of the fans. Again, you got to feel like, oh, I could wear that, and he could be one of my buddies having a beer with me at the bar type vibe. Certainly, Kevin Owens has always been that kind of guy when he's face. So lean into it even more. I, it's not a negative. Yep, I think. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and and uh, let's get this straight. I also like. I am also a guy who is you know not necessarily super skinny and so i know what it's like where sometimes like some shirts are more slim fitting like that make you look slimmer than others or whatever you know so that's all i meant by that and uh the lawsuit stuff itself i also was like ready to hate it yeah i was like i don't want to hear people discussing a lawsuit on tv yeah like we did that in the 90s man or the early 2000s this team of lawyers walking out with these like nobody buys that bullshit anymore nobody it's an old trope we move on. You have to move on from that crap. That crap is ridiculous. A contract signing, that's something else. But a team of lawyers that comes out with the standard silver suitcase is like so fucking lame. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't disagree there. Um, they did the best they could in yeah, this scenario. I agree. Thoroughly agree. They saved it. Yeah. When it was like really going right into the, into the shitter, they saved it, pulled it back out, and now we have a match between Kevin and Shane. For all the marbles. Which there's no way it's going to be done after that. There's no way. Well, either way, I think Kevin Owens wins. And then maybe it's done. They move Kevin onto something else. Shane gets onto something else. Uh, Jay- I have a hard time believing that going into Fox, they're getting rid of Shane. Maybe. Right. Actually, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. You don't need Shane for Fox. You don't. That's a good question. This is where you got to start looking at the brand overall as it moves. Look, this is no different than a wrestler going from one lower level to the next level, right? This is, and I'm not saying, obviously, WWE is a lower level. I'm saying the WWE going from USA to Fox, that's a massive jump. Yes. That's a higher level. Yes. So you, you got to be like, okay, what overall is going to work to push this show and this brand to the most amount of viewers? Does Shane McMahon do that? I don't think he does. Yeah, and I, the and wrestlers do that, and that's what you need to promote. And yeah, the storyline. Fair, fair. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, that certainly makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Fox has more pull than USA. Yeah. At least at this point. Uh, USA still has pull, obviously. I think Fox can tell WWE what works, and not a lot of people have been able to do that ever. I don't know if they can just tell them, but it's they have their their words hold much more weight than fair, others have. Fair, fair. Um, maybe since Dick Ebersol. Maybe since Dick Ebersol. Maybe at NBC with with the main event. It's not a bad comparison yep. at all. Yep. Um, and Dick Ebersol did have polls. So. He did. Yeah, uh, I, I think that's very great. That's yep. a great comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, so because of, maybe they also it's possible they said, hey, the fans are not enjoying this Shane yeah. stuff. Yeah. We don't want him to be a central figure of the show when you guys bring him here. And right. Maybe they get rid of Maybe not get rid of Shane, but right. do something else with him. It does, if you turn him into a standard general manager, then it's fine. Because then he's booking stuff and he's creating uh, what the wrestling – what the rest, <laughs> if you turn him off. I don't know. I don't need him. Okay. Fair enough. I don't see <laughs> Well, there you go. You heard it from the mouth of Ryan Sack. He does not need Shane McMahon in this. <laughs> it's been judged. Uh, all right. We're at the end of our recap for this episode of the SmackDown Live uh, recap. Uh, uh, any, la- any last words about the episode? Or are you good? I think I'm good. All right. Uh, where can they find, read, and uh, watch everything we do, man? ProWrestlingSheet.com. That's the website where you can find all the top stories in the world of professional wrestling throughout the week. At Wrestling Sheet on social media, youtube.com slash C slash Wrestling Sheet. That's where you can find all the videos that we do here. Raw, well, I shouldn't say Raw and SmackDown recaps because this was going to be a little bit of a hiatus. But the Raw recaps will be there. Wrestling Sheet Radio will still be there. Um, I'm working on the rest of the schedule, so stay tuned. Uh, also, make sure you subscribe to our podcast feed as well on all the major podcast, podcast platforms. Just search for Wrestling Sheet Radio. Uh, I'll hopefully be having more information soon on the rest of the schedule. So just stay tuned for all that. Boom. There you go. You follow him at Ryan Satin. Follow me at The Roca Says. And let us know what you thought about that SmackDown. Let us know what you think is going to happen. Should Shane be part of the of the mix uh, next week when they debut on uh, on Fox? Or in the well, it would be... Or two weeks. Two, it'd be like the draft. Yeah, the draft. Sorry, the draft. All that kind of. Do you think you should be a part of it? Let us know. And uh, what are your thoughts about Hell in a Cell? This is coming up here in the next two weeks as well. So, all right, that's everything. Have a great rest of your uh, 
Wednesday. And thanks to all of you who have been watching the SmackDown Live recap as it's gone through the different iterations, different forms. Obviously, they're going to a next form now. Uh, but I, me personally, I've appreciated you all watching and listening uh, to these recaps as they've uh, gone along. So thank you. And thanks me to too. Ryan. And, uh, me too. I appreciate it very much. I'm working on it, guys. Don't worry. I'm working on it. <laughs> there we go. All right. Talk to you soon. Take care. ProWrestlingSheet.com This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details. Give the gift of well-being with Spa Finder, the world's best-selling spa gift card, and the perfect gift this holiday season. From family members and friends to those last-minute coworker or client gifts, Spa Finder gift cards are a convenient and thoughtful option you can't go wrong with. The Spa Finder network includes thousands of spas, salons, and fitness studios all over the U.S., with services like massages, blowouts, mani-pedis, even yoga. Or check out the Spa Finder Wellness Shop to buy skin care, beauty, and wellness apparel from the comfort of home. With Spa Finder, the possibilities are endless. Gift some me time to someone you love and pick one up for yourself along the way. Go to spafinder.com slash podcast15 to save 15% off gift cards of $100 or more. Or enter the promo code PODCAST15 at checkout. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.